0: Good Friday, in fact, the day when we remember Jesus' death on the cross. And as we're going to see today, what an apt part of Acts to land on. Speaking about fulfilling, speaking about opening a door. And all of that was done in Jesus. Now, remembering what we talked about yesterday, we saw Paul and Barnabas and their companions facing different responses in the places they went. Some of belief, some of anger, some even of worship. And we're going to see today those different responses catch up with Paul and with Barnabas as they are actually going to circle back around to the city of Antioch, where they were first driven out. So let's jump in today. We are in Acts chapter 14, verse 19, and I am reading from the ESV. But Jews came from Antioch and Iconium, where they had already preached. And having persuaded the crowds, they stoned Paul, and dragged him out of the city, supposing that he was dead. But when the disciples gathered about him, he rose up and entered the city. And on the next day, he went on with Barnabas to Derbe. When they had preached the gospel to that city and had made many disciples, they returned to Lystra and to Iconium and to Antioch, strengthening the souls of the disciples, encouraging them to continue in the faith and saying that through many tribulations, we must enter the kingdom of God. So we see that people were so angry that they actually left their town to follow Paul, persuading the people to stone him almost to the point of death stone him so much that they actually thought he was dead and threw his body out of the city. But even though Paul and his companions know that that can happen, that that pain, that the persecution can happen, they still continue to preach. It says, when they had preached to that city, to Derby and made many disciples, they actually ended up circling back to the towns they had just been in. Back to Lystra, where they were worshipped as gods. Back to Iconium, where unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds. Back to Antioch. Where the people were persecuting them and actually drove them out of that region. And they know the consequences, but they do it anyway. And isn't that what Jesus did for us? Jesus knew the pain. Jesus knew the suffering. Jesus knew how much it would hurt. But he did it anyway for you and for me. He went to the cross for both of us. And just as Paul and Barnabas, they went and they circled back, they were strengthening the souls of the disciples, encouraging them to continue in the faith, saying that through many tribulations, we may enter the kingdom of God. Jesus saw those tribulations for us so that we might be strengthened so that we might be encouraged, so that we might be saved. And when they had appointed elders for them in every church with prayer and fasting, they committed them to the Lord in whom they had believed. So they're not just leaving these new churches, these new groups of believers alone, without any sort of structure. They're actually appointing leaders to be watching over these churches. Then they passed through Pisidia and came to Pamphylia. And when they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Italia. And from there they sailed to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work that they had fulfilled. And it wasn't just them doing work. No, it was work that they fulfilled. And this idea of fulfillment, that gives the sense that it was already planned for them. And it really reminds me of a verse from Ephesians that God has really been been using to speak to my heart. Ephesians chapter 2, and this is just following this idea that for grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing, it is a gift of God. And right after that, it says, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them." From Ephesians 2.10. God prepared the work for us that we should walk in it. So when Paul and his companions fulfilled this work, they were fulfilling work that God had planned beforehand. And in the same way, that is exactly what Jesus did on the cross. He fulfilled a work that God planned and prepared beforehand. We see it prepared all the way back to Genesis, in fact. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, God said, I will put enmity between you, the serpent, and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. He shall bruise your head, the offspring. Jesus will bruise the serpent's head, which is where his life and his power is. He would destroy the serpent and you shall bruise his heel. You shall hurt him, but not in a life-threatening way. And that is what happened on the cross. Jesus fulfilled this work that God prepared for him all the way back since Genesis and he stepped in, he fulfilled that plan, and more than that, he fulfilled the law on our behalf. And it's really cool to see how in Acts, Paul and Barnabas are little pictures of Christ, little pictures on a small scale of willingly suffering, knowing the pain and sharing and doing anyway. They are small pictures of Christ's great sacrifice and great love for us on the cross. And when they had arrived and gathered the church together, they declared all that God had done with them and how he had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles. And they remained no little time with the disciples. He opened the door of faith to the Gentiles and Jesus on the cross opened the door of faith for salvation to everyone He opened the door of access to God. The veil was torn in the temple. He opened the door of eternal life. So Jesus, the fulfillment of the law, by his death on the cross, has opened the door of faith and salvation for you, my friend. And this time of year is when we get to remember, when we get to celebrate. And if you have not heard the gospel truth in its entirety, if you don't know why Jesus' death on the cross matters to you and your soul, I'd invite you to reach out to me so we can have a conversation about that. I am praying for you today, my friends, that you would be reminded and shown on an even deeper level God's incredible, immense, hesed, steadfast, loyal love for you. He fulfilled the law in your place. He opened the door and welcomed you in by his sacrifice. Enjoy your Good Friday, my friends, and I will see you tomorrow morning.